Ciao a tutti, benvenuti o bentornati a Learn Italian for Travel. Sono Danielle e oggi parlo del mio primo viaggio in Italia. Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to Learn Italian for Travel. I'm Danielle and today I'm going to talk about my first trip to Italy. So in the first podcast that I made, I talked about my Italian grandparents, i miei nonni, and the format for this podcast will be the same as that one where I will introduce relevant vocabulary in the beginning and give you the opportunity to repeat after me, practice the pronunciation, and then I will read the story in Italian. So the categories are going to be for the vocabulary, just like in my first story, verbs and the two verbs tenses that I'll use in this story are the imperfect and the present perfect. The other category will be nouns or other phrases. And just like before, I'm going to put the transcript and the translation of the story on my website, learnitalianfortravel.com. That's where you'll find the, the transcript under the blog section. So this time I'm also going to give you a little bit more time um, and opportunity to practice the pronunciation as I'm moving through these words. Allora, cominciamo con il vocabulario. So let's start with these vocabulary words. The first category then will be verbs in the imperfect tense. So I did a podcast last week on verbs using the present perfect and in the future I will do one talking about just the imperfect. Um, maybe that will come next week. La prima parola, the first word is avevo. So repeat after me and I'll give you a chance to say it twice. Avevo. That means I had. Andavo. Andavo. I went, insegnava, insegnava, he taught or she taught, ero, ero, I was, andava, andava, he went or she went, parlavamo, Parlavamo. We spoke. Mi sentivo. Mi sentivo. I felt. Era. Era. He was or she was. Parlava. Parlava. He spoke or she spoke. Cera. Cera. There was. Mi fidavo. Mi fidavo. I trusted. I want to talk about this verb really quick because it's a little bit confusing. So the verb is fidarsi and in the infinitive it means to trust to trust somebody but it's used reflexively because you have to say that you trust yourself to the person so in the conjugation it's mi fidavo and if i want to say i trusted her which is what i'm saying in this story i would say mi fidavo di lei 
mi fidavo di lei. I trusted myself of her. That's, I guess, the literal translation. Sembravano. Sembravano. They seemed. Mi ricordavo. Mi ricordavo. I remembered. Erano. Erano. They were. Mi addormentavo. Mi addormentavo. I fell asleep. E l'ultima parola nell'imperfetto, the last word in the imperfect, portava. Portava. Brought. He or she brought. In this case, it's talking about the train. The train brought. Va bene. Okay, il prossimo gruppo. The next group are verbs in the passato prossimo or the present perfect, which there's a whole podcast talking about when to choose essere as the helping verb, when to choose avere as the helping verb, and how to form the past participle and all of that. So if you didn't catch that one, I would go back and, and listen to that as well. Allora, ho dovuto seguire. Ho dovuto seguire. I had to follow. Seguire means to follow, but it's used when describing taking a class. You don't use the verb to take. Prendere, you use either seguire or frequentare. So here I'm talking about classes that I took. This is a verb phrase, meaning there are two different verbs in the phrase. Ho dovuto, I had to, and then seguire is in the infinitive. Mi sono seduta. Mi sono seduta. I sat. E atterrato. E atterrato. It landed. Another verb phrase coming up with a direct object pronoun in the front. Mi ha aiutato a trovare. Mi ha aiutato a trovare. He helped me to find. It could be she, but in this case, in this story, it's a he. Ci siamo salutati. Ci siamo salutati. We said goodbye. Averlo conosciuto. Averlo conosciuto. To have met. Sono arrivata. Sono arrivata. I arrived. Non ho capito. Non ho capito. I didn't understand. Ho chiesto. Ho chiesto. I asked. Mia offerto. He offered me. Abbiamo chiacchierato. Abbiamo chiacchierato. I love this verb. Chiacchierare. It means to chat. So that is the past participle. Chiacchierato. And so the meaning is we chatted. E arrivato. E arrivato. 
it arrived could also be he arrived but in this case it's talking about the train ha portato ha portato he brought or she brought this next verb has a direct object pronoun in the front so it's written actually with an l apostrophe in front of the conjugation of avere la messo la messo so it's not la l a it's l apostrophe h a he put it the next one as well is written with a direct object pronoun in the front and so when you have the direct object pronouns in the singular forms lo meaning he or it a masculine object or la meaning she or it a feminine object both of those are singular when you put that in front of the conjugation of avere, you're going to drop the vowel. So instead of saying lo or la, you get rid of that o or a, and then you put an apostrophe, and then you, you sort of attach it to the conjugation of avere, and it's just for better flow. So instead of saying lo a messo, you would say la messo. And so the next verb in the present perfect is lo ringraziato lo ringraziato i thanked him and the him would be the lo but we dropped the o e partito e partito he left and hopefully as you're listening to these words and you hear the helping verb with essere you're paying attention to the end of the past participle and if it ends in an a for example sono arrivata you know that it's talking about a woman and then if it's using essere and if it ends in an o you're talking about a man e partito and then all of the verbs that use avere as helping verbs in the present perfect they're all going to end in an o and so the gender could change you don't know who you're talking about, you'll figure that out with context. So it could be singular, plural, masculine, or feminine. Boy, the next verb is also using a direct object pronoun in front of the verb phrase. Mi hanno fatto sentire. Mi hanno fatto sentire. They made me feel. The next one is another verb phrase. Ha cercato di parlare. Ha cercato di parlare. Cercare is the verb to look for, but the translation is tried to. So instead of looked to, looking for, to speak, the meaning of ha cercato di parlare is, is tried to talk. Sono riuscita. Sono riuscita. And hopefully you pay, are paying attention to the end of that past participle, which is an A, so you know it has to be a woman that we're talking about. And what it translates to is, I succeeded. I succeeded. So I was able to, but meaning that I, I had success. The last verb in the present perfect here has an indirect object pronoun in front. Mia offerto. Mia offerto. He offered to me. Bene. Okay. L'ultimo gruppo. The last group then are going to be either nouns or 
phrases or some even have a, a verb in the phrase. Allora, ripetete. Hopefully you're still repeating after me as we're moving through all of these words. Studentessa. Studentessa. That is a female student. You'll find a lot of professions differentiating gender with the essa ending. So, per esempio, dottore, dottoressa, a doctor, a female doctor, avvocato, avvocatessa, lawyer or female lawyer. Um, there is another ending too that is used sometimes, which is ice. Per esempio, scrittore, scrittrice, a male author or a female author, but essa is a little more common. Poi, studiare all'estero. Studiare all'estero. Study abroad. In cui. In which. Emozionata. Emozionata. It looks like emotional, and it is, but it's a positive emotion. It's excited. Volo. Volo. Flight. So as we're moving through, we're almost done with all these vocabulary words. I want to encourage you as you're studying Italian, whether you're listening to it or whether you're reading it, it's actually a lot easier to do this when you're looking at it, when you're reading it, is to look for similar words or cognates because there are a ton of similar words between Italian and English. And there, if you know how to speak Spanish or you know another Romance language like French or Portuguese or Romanian, you're going to notice also so many similar words between those two la languages. Also, if you know Latin, if you study Latin, all of this will help you. And so as you're, you're studying and learning, you want to be on the lookout for these cognates or these similar words because they will really help you understand things better. Back to the vocab. Zurigo. Zurigo. Zurich, the city in Switzerland. Accanto a, accanto a, next to or alongside, un matrimonio, un matrimonio, a wedding, la stazione ferroviaria, la stazione ferroviaria, the train station, very important thing in Italy, gratta, Gratta, grateful. Fare il biglietto. Fare il biglietto. To buy a ticket. Aiuto. Aiuto. Help. Svedese. Svedese. Swiss. Una carrozza, carrozza, a carriage, meaning one of the carriages on the train. Ubriaki, ubriaki, drunk, that is an adjective, it ends in an I, so we're talking about masculine plural. In this case, they were two men. Scomoda, scomoda. Scomoda is uncomfortable. 
I love these types of words in Italian where certain words, they will have one meaning. And then if you put an S on the front of the word, it changes the meaning. So this word, if you say comoda, that means comfortable. But then if you want to say uncomfortable, you say scomoda with an S in the beginning. Nulla. Nulla. Nothing. Gratitudine. Gratitudine. Gratefulness or a thanks. Protetta. Protetta. Protected. E mentre. Mentre. While. Va bene. Okay. Ecco la lista. Oh, there's one more. I wanted to translate sarebbero insegnati. Sarebbero insegnati. This is a tense that's more advanced. It's using the conditional and it's would be taught. So now I'm going to read the story to you and I'm going to read it at a quicker pace, but if it feels too fast for you, you can adjust the speed and you can slow it down a little bit. Um, and then maybe after you've understood it at a slower speed, you can speed it back up. Oggi parlo del mio primo viaggio in Italia nel 1996. Avevo 21 anni e ero una studentessa all'Università di Santa Barbara. Prima di partecipare nel programma di studiare all'estero, ho dovuto seguire sei corsi d'italiano perché tutti i miei corsi in Italia sarebbero insegnati in italiano. Andavo a vivere e studiare a Padova per un anno nella stessa università in cui insegnava Galileo. Ero molto emozionata e anche un po' nervosa. Sul mio volo da Sacramento fino a Zurigo mi sono seduta accanto a un uomo gentile che andava in Svizzera per un matrimonio. Noi parlavamo per tutto il viaggio bevendo il vino e scambiando le storie. Quando l'aeroplano è atterrato il mio nuovo amico mi ha aiutato a trovare il treno per andare alla stazione ferroviaria centrale. Ci siamo salutati e mi sentivo grata di averlo conosciuto. Quando sono arrivata alla stazione non ho capito come fare il biglietto e ho chiesto aiuto da un uomo lì vicino. Lui era simpatico e mi ha aiutato a comprare il biglietto e poi mi ha comprato il pranzo, un panino e una birra. Lui era svedese ma parlava bene in inglese. Abbiamo chiacchierato un po' e poi il mio treno è arrivato. Ha portato il mio grande zaino fino al treno e l'ha messo in una carrozza. L'ho ringraziato e poi il treno è partito. Nella carrozza dove mi sono seduta c'erano una signora matura e alcuni uomini giovani. Lei era italiana, ma non ho capito la nazionalità degli uomini. Mi fidavo subito di lei, ma gli uomini sembravano ubriachi e mi hanno fatto sentire scomoda. Lei ha cercato di parlare con me, ma non mi ricordavo nulla. Le uniche parole che sono riuscita a dire erano Ciao, mi chiamo Daniela, grazie e certo. La signora gentilmente mi ha offerto un panino e l'ho mangiato con gratitudine. Mi sentivo protetta da lei e da tutta la buona gente che mi aveva aiutato durante il mio viaggio. 
mi addormentavo mentre il treno ci portava a Milano. La fine. Actually, this is only the first part of the, the story because there's another really f- great story from when I got on the train in Milan all the way to Padova. So that will be in a future podcast. Hopefully you understood the story. It was fun to remember this experience. It was honestly one of the best days of my life. Being able to have the opportunity to study abroad and being able to be trusted by my parents to fly to Europe by myself and to figure out everything. This was before cell phones. I really didn't have much of an idea about Padova and what the city was like or where I would even be going. And the experience for me just solidified how important it is to be kind and help people out when they're in need of help because people helped me the entire trip as as my story told the first guy on the airplane the next guy in the train station the kind woman on the train and then you'll see in the the next story there's another very kind woman who i meet on the train from milan to padova who actually became a really good friend of mine the whole time I was in Padova. So it's a very, it's a feel good story. And also hopefully reinforcing the importance of studying abroad, getting out and doing cool things in life that are maybe a little bit uncomfortable for you because that is how we learn and how we continue to grow. See? Va bene. Grazie mille per la vostra attenzione. Thank you for tuning in today. E alla prossima. Ciao. See you next time.